Well, good morning. You know, the first reading, or the second reading that we heard from Brother Elliot, we heard in Scripture, to keep your eyes on heaven, what is above, and not on the things of the earth. And the message you could summarize in the gospel that, that uh, Father Bob just read could be summarized in, do not store your treasure on earth, but put your treasure in heaven. One of the most misunderstood concepts or teachings of the Catholic Church is the treasury of grace or the treasury of merit. What is that in Catholic doctrine? Okay. Christ, by virtue of his passion, death, and resurrection, has merited infinitely grace for us. That grace is continuously present before the Father for all eternity. And that grace is for our salvation. However, the Catholic Church teaches that Christ invites us to share in that. As the body of Christ, the saints, us here on earth, so you have the church triumphant in heaven, and the church militant here on earth, us, and the church suffering in purgatory, they too can offer and put into this merit of grace or this treasury of grace, this treasury of merit. Now, this is fascinating because I guarantee you most every one of you watching is not tapping into the most incredible gift that we have. I wasn't until I learned about it. Okay, what does this mean? All right, so Christ, it says very clear in scripture that we must complete what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. This is Paul. Well, what possibly could be lacking in the sufferings of Christ? Our sufferings united to the cross of Christ. What is so powerful about this? What John Paul II called us little mini co-redeemers. I always laugh. You really want to scare a non-Catholic? Say we are mini co-redeemers. This though is with a small r. Jesus is the redeemer, but we unite with him. So the saints in heaven, us on earth, we can actually deposit. We can deposit merit into this treasury. Every single time you make a prayer, Every single time you stub your toe and you have pain or your children are driving you crazy. Sorry, mom and dad. So offer that up. You know, you always hear the term. I always used to say when I was a kid, I hated the term offer it up because that meant I knew I wasn't going to get something. But when you offer it up, you unite. You like, it's like a, I hate to make this crude analogy, but it's like a bank, the ultimate bank, not a bank of money or treasury on this earth, but one in heaven. That's why we call it a treasury. This is not the Fed, which is so messed up and, and based on earthly possessions. It is the treasury of merit. Now, how does this work? Every time you make a prayer, Every time you make a sacrifice, every time you're dying for a Coca-Cola and you decide to sacrifice it, offer that up as a deposit. You make a deposit into the treasury, to the bank 
to build your treasure in heaven, not here on earth. Every time you go to mass, offer up a deposit, say, Lord, I offer up this time. I offer up myself. Every time you have a backache, every time you have a headache, offer that suffering united to the cross of Christ and say, Lord, I want to make, I want to deposit this merit into the treasury of merit, the treasury of grace. Now, this does not mean we merit our salvation. It means that you add to it so that God can take this grace and shower it back upon the world. So I'd like to share something because God always puts these readings, it seems for me, at the most amazing times. Since I entered the Marian Fathers, I, I learned about this concept. Make these deposits. Put your merits, your prayers, your penances, your joys, your sufferings. When that priest raises the patent at the altar, put them on that patent. Raise them back to God the Father through the sacrifice of the Son. That's building your treasury in heaven. This is what the gospel tells us. So build that treasury in heaven. Now, the, what I wanted to share was, since I learned of this concept, I, I have been saying, Lord, whenever I do any of these things, even though they're just infinitely less than what Christ did, we unite them, we offer them. And I would always say, Lord, I, I, I deposit this. I, because you never knew when you're going to need a withdrawal. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. It's, it's like everybody's putting into this deposit, yourself included, and then when you need help, you say, Lord, please, I need grace. You're basically making a withdrawal. So for years, I would do rosaries, masses, prayers, penances, making these deposits and always saying to myself, I only want to ask a withdrawal. Yeah, Lord, I always ask for help during the day. I need grace. That's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to a huge dose of grace that you may need in a particular crisis in your life. Well, several weeks ago, the general superior contacted me um, and asked and talked to me about... Um, the situation of Father Kaz, such a great man, um, possibly deciding to step down as provincial superior. And he just, he has such a love for the pastoral, for the ministry, for people. If you've ever been here, you know Father Kaz. His heart is so gigantic. And that's his love. Unfortunately, in a job like provincial, it's so much administration that Father Kaz was contemplating possibly stepping down to go into, back into pastoral and his love, his true love. Now, I'm an idiot because I'm one of the few idiots that actually likes administration. I don't know why I was given this curse. But when they asked me this, I originally said no. And the original reason I said no is because they wanted me to keep my duties as the Father Joseph. We have 70 employees here at the Association of Marian Helpers. Um, we're trying to keep a lot of outreach going through talks, explaining the faith, the EWTN show, the homilies, the masses, the prayers, all the things we do live stream. Thank God to Brother Mark and Brother Ken. So between Father Joseph 
and the live stream duties plus traveling, extensive travel to do conferences. Um, now to add on to provincial, on top of the hardest thing of all, my mom. The greatest need I felt for me was to be with my mom. And I thank God for Father Kaz because he gave me several weeks between Stockbridge and Michigan to go home and care for my mom. And so I basically went to prayer and said, Lord, you got to help me. I can't do this. There's no way I can be Father Joseph, have the responsibility of 70 employees, do the talks, do the ministry, do the travel, and on top, now take over, if you're asking me, provincial, and then my mom. And I remember saying to the Lord, the biggest of all is my mom. Now, as religious, we do have an obligation to God and the community first, even above family. I know that. Even above our mom and dad. But if the community is able to allow you to attend to your mom and dad, the Marian fathers have been amazing in doing that. So I said, Lord, I don't know, but you're going to have to show me because I, I'm not going to be able to. And the biggest of all of these, as I said, is my mom. Well, this was several weeks ago, and all of a sudden, my dad started calling me and saying, you won't believe how good mom is doing. Now, my dad, I love him very much, but I know he's always trying to protect me. He doesn't want me to worry. He doesn't want me to be preoccupied with worrying about mom when he knows the duties here. But he kept saying, you're not going to believe how good mom is doing. And I was like, wow, that's great. But I, I, I didn't really maybe fully believe that yet because I know my dad is an optimist. Mom has one good day and dad's all excited. Well, I went home for one day on my way to Chicago to CMN and then Wisconsin. And I walked in the door. My mom literally came running across the floor. My mom, six months ago, was on death's door. She fell down the stairs. She got brain damage. Laying in the bed of the image of her in the hospital still is beyond what you can, you can fathom. And so my mom, who had brain damage and couldn't even hardly communicate with you, was talking to me like nothing happened. She was talking clearly, had her memory back, was walking around. I mean, you just, you, you, I, I can't put into words. And she's watching right now, Mom, I love you. And I'm sitting there thinking, after I left, I got on the plane, and I'm like, oh my, God, you just gave me the greatest withdrawal of grace from the treasury. You took away the biggest worry that I entirely have had, my mom. Now, that doesn't mean mom's going to live forever. It doesn't mean mom's not going to get sick again. 
But I'm only an interim provincial superior now. This is only 10 months to a year. It's not six years. I'm just finishing the last year of Father Kaz's term. I'm not six-year provincial. I'm just a year. I know in my heart that it is the prayers of all of you, all those here, all our Marian helpers, Tara, Tanya, Karen, Robert, Marie, Maria, John, all of you, all of you that write to me every day that you're praying for my mom. I told my mom, mom, you're the most prayed for woman in the United States. And so I want to finish with an amazing story that our Lord keeps doing. And I hope to do justice to this. In the meantime, while I was struggling with to accept the role for just this next short period of time as provincial, Oscar Delgado, a friend of our community, sent me the Queen of the Angels prayer. The Queen of the Angels prayer, if I may read it to you, is amazing. This is the remedy against the spirits of darkness. And I started praying this. August queen of the heavens, heavenly sovereign of the angels, thou who from the beginning received from God the power and the mission to crush the head of Satan, <clears throat> we humbly beseech thee <clears throat> to send thy holy legions so that under thy command and through thy power they may pursue the demons, combat them everywhere, suppress their boldness, and drive them back to the abyss." Who is like unto God? O oh, good <clears throat> and tender mother, <clears throat> thou shalt always be our love and our hope. O oh, divine mother, send thy holy angels to defend us and drive far from us the cruel enemy. Holy angels and archangels, defend us and guard us. Amen. Now, what is amazing is this prayer people don't realize is one of the basis of our country. L.A., people just say L.A. You know, it's the shortest name in the world for a city and also the longest. You know, the official name of Los Angeles is the town of Our Lady, the Queen of the Angels of the River Porcioncola. It's got the longest and the shortest name of any city in the world. Where I want to finish with this was given to me to pray as the office in the provincialate for protection for the province. Our Lady, Queen of the Angels. This was given the imprimatur back by Pius X in July of 1908. And then I found out that I will be installed this week as provincial. But what I didn't know as I've been praying this prayer begging God for his mercy and his help. I will be installed as provincial on Tuesday, which is August the 2nd. August the 2nd is the feast of the Queen of the Angels. Unbelievable. What God does and what he can do. How he can take our brokenness and still bring about 
good through the cross of Christ. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I could not even think of accepting this role if it hadn't been for your prayers, not just for me, but especially for my mom. I have full confidence that my mom is going to be okay, at least for 10 more months. Mom, I hope you live to be 100. But we don't know whatever God's will be. But I have confidence and trust that he's going to get all of us, at least through the time being. I can't put into words my feelings. And I can't tell you my gratitude. This is what the body of Christ is. And this is what being part of our Marian family is. And to each and every one of you that is part of our Marian family, God bless you. This mass is offered for you. Thank you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.